0: What's up, guys? It's Eden XO back with episode two, season two of Artists Arguing. So excited that we rollin', baby! Um, I am so psyched that everybody is loving and feeling. Say that again! Woo! My new track with Travis Mills. If you haven't checked it out, do yourself a favor. Go on Apple Music. Go on Spotify. Go on SoundCloud. Go wherever you go and give it a listen. Um, I'm hyped about it. We're talking about shooting a video. And lots of cool stuff is happening. So thanks for all your love. And um, thanks for always joining in on the conversation. Don't forget to use the hashtag artist arguing though so that I see your tweets in relation to the conversations that I have with my guests. Speaking of guests, I'm so pumped for my next guest. He's been a dear friend of mine for many, many years. Um, Sam Lansky, he's a journalist. He's an author, he's written for Time Magazine, New York Magazine, Cosmo, Esquire, Billboard. I mean, don't mean to brag, I have really cool friends, okay? So many others. He has a book, it's called The Gilded Razor. It was published last year. I'm in the middle of reading it, so no spoilers. But it's really um, an enticing memoir and um, I think you guys should check it out. It's also being developed as a TV series. He's a huge music enthusiast, and he's a sexy single gay man if anyone's interested. Welcome to the show, Sam Lansky!
1: Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for flagging the most important project of all, the fact that I'm sexy and single. It was really <laughs> critical. I'm look,
0: looking for a BF.
1: Yeah, 100%. That's, that's why I'm here, actually. You know what's so
0: funny is the yeah. last time we sat down properly, I mean, I saw you at your birthday, but the last time we had a proper sit down, you were like, oh, my God, I'm in love. I'm taking this boy to Hawaii.
1: Oh, my God, that did not what happened? go well. I, I can't. I can't even get into
0: Okay, this. we don't have to. No,
1: no, we, we should not. You know, I, I think it was one of those things where, I mean, there were there were a lot of factors, please. But um, it was one of those things where, like, we sort of fell for each other before we knew each other. Have right. you ever had that happen? Like, like the
0: physical attraction, and then like yeah, and then intellectually and you weren't.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and and like kind of lifestyles and values, and like over the course of over the course of several months, like we sort of dismantled our like perceptions of each other and uh-huh. like saw who we actually were, and right. we're sort of, like, oh, is this actually a person that? I want to be with, maybe not. Maybe not. not. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Um, I had that happen one time. But I discovered somebody did cocaine and he was like attempting to like get me to do cocaine. And I was like, oh, you do cocaine? Bye. I mean,
1: by the way, like they all secretly do cocaine. Like, is that not like one of the worst things about LA? I mean, my
0: guy doesn't do cocaine. I mean,
1: like your guy does not do cocaine. But like so many. But my guy's straight
0: edge. So it's like he would like sooner die than have to remove his ex tattoos all over his body.
1: Right. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I feel like I saw somebody like tweet the other day, like like one of the most like disappointing things about L.A. is like discovering that everyone does cocaine. And I feel like that's been my experience. I mean, like not everyone, obviously, but Have like you
0: done cocaine.
1: Yes, I've done cocaine, but I've but I've been sober. <laughs> no for judgment. So, but I've been sober for so long. That like was I mean, a joke
0: because I've been reading
1: your book. Not, I know,
0: I know you've done cocaine.
1: Not since I was a teenager. I mean, right. literally. Right. And, and and I think you
0: were coked up in your Princeton and in, in your Princeton tour.
1: I was not in a great <laughs> headspace. I was not a well-behaved. Young Sammy's man.
0: A Smarty pants, okay, guys? He might use, like, really big words that I don't even understand. So, uh, I'm just saying I love you. I'm
1: pretty sure you can keep up. I think (laughs) you're pretty smart, too. I think you got this. I think you definitely got this. Um, You know what I mean, though? Like, it's very, it's, it's always very. And, like, for me, I'm like, people are doing coke? Like, what is this, like,
0: 1985. Yeah, like when we I weren't even alive.
1: 15 with my dad's credit card like at somebody's parents house in the Hamptons. Like grow up everyone. Like really, like like grow up. Grow up. You're 30, you have a 401k and you're doing cocaine. Like Do they have
0: a 401k though?
1: I feel like often they do and that just makes it all the more embarrassing. I'm like grow up. Grow up. up. It's time.
0: Pay your taxes.
1: Please let it go. <laughs> let it go.
0: Yes, let it go. Ugh, speaking of letting it go, you know, we're almost in January. It's kind of crazy. Do you feel I like know. this year flew by?
1: Part of me feels like this year flew by, and part of me feels like this year was, like, the most unbearable slog of my entire life, you know? Like, everything was so dark. Everything was so dark. Was this a dark year for you, this was a dark year for me?
0: Um, it was. This summer was maybe the hardest time in my whole life, I'm Dude, not going to lie. I feel
1: you. Why was it so hard for you?
0: Um, I got really, really depressed about career stuff. Yeah. Um, I just felt like I didn't have the right people around me, and... Um, I wasn't being heard or you know like given the shine that I feel entitled to and I just sort of felt like what the fuck am I doing this for and then I had somebody um, as I was checking out at um, Tender Greens recognize me and they were like oh my god you don't understand your music got me through whatever whatever I won't spill their tea and I was like really? I was like, is this a joke? And I was in like sweatpants and really, really down. And then I went in my car and cried and ate my salad. And was like, oh my god, people actually care. So then I decided to take a step to fix my medication and better myself. And then that was really hard because as I was trying to balance antidepressants, um, I fucking spiraled. And all those warnings that they warn you about, like... Antidepressants may cause suicidal thoughts, and da 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 da, yeah. and all these celebrity rock star icons around me, like dying, in this this summer, and all this darkness, and Donald fucking Trump, and everything that was happening around me. I was like, I was probably at the lowest point, maybe in my entire life this June. Like it was really rough. I will say now, I've I've been crawling out of the hole, and the listeners yeah. know I'm a big numerology believer. September marks your new year. And mm. I really felt a shift in September. And I'm, I did too. Yeah. I'm entering my year seven, or I'm in it now. I'm in my year seven fully. It's it's starting. And year seven is career, money, power. And I'm feeling the full fucking shift. And yeah. it's great. And I've been meditating, and that's changed my life. Um, even more so than like therapy. I actually stopped going to therapy because my acting coach said that it was ruining my performances. So I stopped doing that and started taking medication and started meditating. And um, I just am excited to release music and so i feel better why was it a hard year for you
1: oh my god for so many reasons i mean that at the top of the year that relationship with the aforementioned guy
0: yes i'm sorry like, i didn't know it was so serious i, I wouldn't have been oh my so god, like no it's, blasé it's about fine it. no
1: it's totally totally fine i'm not like you know I, i'm not like sobbing myself to sleep every night like okay. i um but uh yeah that relationship tanked and that was disappointing yeah um I think because it was my first relationship after my one kind of long-term relationship. Yeah. Where I actually... It wasn't like a rebound thing. It wasn't like a fling. It wasn't a couple dates. It was like, oh, this is actually like somebody that like... This is a thing. And so then to have it not go well was sort of like, ugh, again. Like, yeah, really, I have to do all this again? Yeah. Um, so...
0: You had melodrama on repeat.
1: I had melodrama on repeat. Yeah. all spring. Yeah, me too. Early summer. And yeah, I,
0: I was. I was. In, I'm in the happiest marriage, but it was like relating to all my other issues.
1: Justice for melodrama, by the way. Oh,
0: I just. But I voted for. We're going to get into that. Oh, oh yeah, I, I voted I, I hard talk, I for talk about melodrama that in a
1: major way. Yeah. What a phenomenal pop record. It's the so best good. album. So, so it so should good.
0: win album of the year. I
1: 100 percent agree. It's, it's so 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 good.
0: It's. F- or Portugal the man. I'm I'm torn, but it's, it's fucking I haven't
1: listened to that album. The, the album's, album's amazing. Good?
0: Yes. Okay. Amazing. Let's check it out. It's amazing.
1: Um so yeah. Melodrama <coughs> on repeat. Uh, and then just, like, some professional stuff, some creative stuff. I think it's very hard. I don't know if you have this. Like, it feels, it has felt lately, like, I sort of, like, wake up in the morning and I, like, look at Twitter. I look at the news. And it's like, oh, like, the sky is on fire. You know, like, I look out my window and I'm like, oh, I, like, the world I, I have known my entire life is burning down. Yeah, It's just, like, sort of cinders and ash. Yeah. And then I just, like turn back to my life and go about my day as right. if everything is normal right. while like the air fills with smoke and like the whole thing is just like collapsing and I'm like it, it's so surreal to like watch the world totally fucking fall apart and just continue acting as if everything is normal
0: Well that's why meditations changed my life because the thing is nobody is in the moment yeah we are watching these moments yeah happen around us and it's
1: too much to take in
0: but we need to take it in where have you been meditating? I've been meditating on my own. I have a personal meditation coach at The Den. Shout out to The Den.
1: I love The Den. den. Love The Den.
0: But, like, if we took in and actually took the thought of, like, LA is on fire. Yeah. And then felt it. Yeah. We would all feel better about ourselves. Yeah,
1: instead of the... It's like
0: the acceptance. Like, Donald Trump is our fucking president. Yeah. Okay, let me accept that because yeah. I've been resisting it for the first six months of totally. this year.
1: Yeah, no, it's like a weird kind of denial thing or like I, I acknowledge but I can't yeah. actually let it like kind of sit in my body that yeah. like everything is so But that's the thing, fucked. you
0: don't have to let it sit in your body, you can just let it pass. Yeah. Like that's what I love about meditation It's totally. just like it comes in and then it's like bye. Have you and I'm no expert by any means. I feel like it's when people first go vegan and they want to talk to me about yeah. it and they'll be like, oh my God, and did you know that there's this and there's this and there's this and I'm like we get it girl, yeah, you're vegs right. now, like, you're hype. Chill for a
1: minute. We yeah. get it and totally. I'm
0: kind of that girl right now with meditation. I'm like, "Oh my god, and did you know that mindfulness and like da-da-da-da. So, I'm super annoying with that."
1: So, I want to talk to you but more about, about this. My, though, it's changing my It's changing my life. Because I recently started going I started going to Kundalini. Have you taken Kundalini? Love at the a dent? Kundalini. I have been doing Kundalini every day. I went to a 90-minute Kundalini class this morning and Where? I am obsessed. 9 Treasures on Sunset and Crescent Heights.
0: Love a Kundalini.
1: Kundalini is why don't
0: you break it down Uh,
1: kundalini is um a form of yoga that's much less driven by kind of like movement and flow right it's Um,
0: not like you're not going to be in a downward dog for 30 minutes totally
1: it's it's more um it's more about breath work and chanting and energy work well it's also for me as like a long time sober person like this is, like, as close to an altered state as I've ever gotten in sobriety. So, 100%. obviously, I'm, like, deeply addicted and going all the time. Oh, the yeah. Thing. it's the best.
0: It's like talking to aliens. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's really, <laughs> it's it's super, super, super powerful. I've been very, in I, I bought a sheepskin. Like, I, like, fully.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, not real sheep. Even though I'm wearing leather brand new Alexander Wang shoes.
1: I was noticing your shoes, and they're very chic. Thank you. Okay, the thing that, is, that makes me feel a little better about my sheepskin after you dragged no, me for I it. No, I did just drag you, you for it. You fully dragged I, me. I, you
0: know I it. Like Love you. Let's take a quick song break. What do you want to hear?
1: I want to hear this new artist who I'm obsessed with, Kim Petras, and she has this song called Hillside Boys that is a straight up bop. Bop. Major Bob.
0: What's up? It's EdenXO. You're listening to Artists Arguing. I'm here with Sam Lansky. Hi, Sam. Hi. So, give us a little bit of background. I want everyone to check out your book, The Gilded Razor. I feel like your story is so interesting. And without giving away too much, like, you know, just give the give the listeners a little bit of Sam Lansky history.
1: Totally. So And like
0: where you are now.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the book, which came out last year, um, and uh, it's a memoir about my teenage years, which were very wild, very, very badly behaved. Bad boy. I was such a bad boy. Um, and uh, I went to high school in New York City and I had this kind of like fancy Manhattan prep school uh, experience. You were
0: like Gossip Girl.
1: Which like, yeah, which which like <laughs> I did not. Um, some people some people are just like born for that. Like I was not born for that. Like I, I was not, I did not have the like, the right stuff to be able to like make that work effortlessly. I was a mess. <laughs> um, and uh, so I got into a lot of trouble and ended up getting, um, sent away to, like, a kind of wilderness boot camp for bad kids in the high desert of Utah. That sounds um, so
0: sexy for some reason. If you'd, see, if you'd seen
1: the camp counselors, oh, <laughs> you really? would not. Yeah, no. It was, like, it was, like, not a hot look by any means. Um, it was not the vibe. I did look amazing when yeah. I got out of it. I mean, i have been hiking for two months straight. Yeah. I, I was so thin. Drinking, I was like, so green algae. Yeah, like, <laughs> fully, yes. Like, I looked very, very well. I really, really did, um, which was a bonus, at least. Um, you look
0: great now. Oh, thank you. You're very handsome. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank you. I try. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, the, the book is, is really a story about, um, you know, on, on its face, it's like, like, I was definitely really inspired by other addiction memoirs because, you know, I was, I was pretty deep into a drug addiction as a teenager, and I ended up getting um, sober when I was 19. I'm now 29, so I'm coming up on 10 years, which is insane. Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, so, uh, so, you know, part of it is just like a, a straight up addiction memoir, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and I wanted it to be a book that would be accessible to people who like that, you know, who, who really like that form um and where
0: can everybody um find your book
1: they can find it on you know what i'm gonna say they can find it at their local bookseller
0: love that that
1: is a great place to go get a book
0: you're everywhere, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Um Barnes and Noble, Amazon, but also like I'm a big believer in supporting local independent bookstores. There's so few of them left. Um, I love Book Soup on I, Sunset. I got your West book Hollywood. at Book
0: Soup. Did you? Yeah. I
1: love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I did a reading at Book Soup on my book tour. Oh. Um I love that store. I think it's a I really used to live
0: bookstore. right behind or above and behind uh, Book Soup. Oh, really? So I used to walk there all the time, get all my mags and books. Yeah, they have and, great
1: magazines there. Yeah, Book, major For everyone to listening,
0: Book Soup. Book Soup is like this really cute mom and pop um, bookstore on Sunset Boulevard, right where Tower Records used to be across the street, and um, they, yeah. they're amazing. But yeah, support your local bookstore. I love that message.
1: You can also. Buy it on Amazon. Yeah. And, like, I think, like, anything, anything that Prime pushes people shipping. to. Yeah, like, yeah, the the free shipping moment, the, like, discounted price moment, like, I fully support that. Anything that, like, gets people reading. You can also listen to it on Audible. I did not read it myself. Why? Because, funny you should Too ask. Too
0: hard to get, get through?
1: Yo, so I had, I mean, like, I had revised that book so many times, and I had, um like just gone through it with like a fine tooth comb and I was like ready to turn it in to Simon & Schuster my publisher and um, don't mean to brag no big deal (laughs) my publisher Simon & Schuster Um, and uh, so I was like about to turn it in and I wanted to do like one last final pass through it And so I did this thing that I had been dreading doing that I didn't want to do, which was I read it aloud to myself. This is a 350 page book. yeah. And I sat and slowly read it aloud to myself in my apartment sentence by sentence to check for like any errors, any typos, like to hear it aloud, like sentence fluency. Just like really, really make sure that like it was all exactly the way I wanted it. I think it took me. 45 hours of just <laughs> sitting alone in my apartment on my fucking couch like a crazy person reading this book that I had and you you know this like from you know working on stuff in the studio like you get to a point where you never want to hear it again no. you know like like yeah. you never like you're so yeah. tired of the work that you've been creating and like yeah. your own process that, yeah. like and like I was already there before I read it aloud like I was so sick of this book and then to have to read it aloud by the end of it I was like I hate this cancel all my promo. Right. Like, I, like I cannot. Yeah, I'm all so, the
0: self-doubt creeps in. You're like, is totally. this even yeah, good? Yeah, I, I was
1: like, this is garbage. I no, have no idea. No, it's great to have
0: perspective from someone else to be like, here. Totally, Like, what yeah. do you think? Right. Do your For thing. Sure. I don't care. Totally.
1: But this was, like, all and on. And they can interpret yeah. it the
0: way that they, you For know, sure.
1: But this was, like, all on me. So I finished that process, and yeah. I'm like, I am fucking done. Like, take <laughs> this book, run with it. And the next day... They were like, hey, let's talk about the audiobook. Like, do you want to go in and record it? And I was like, no. Like, please hire an actor. Please get somebody else to do it. Like, I physically, I could not. The idea of reading the book out loud in its entirety again was just, like, more than my heart could handle, which I know was, like...
0: Did you approve the voice?
1: Yeah, they sent me a bunch of actors, a a bunch of voice actors, and I approved the guy. And I've heard that uh, people have told me that it's good. I've actually never listened to it because I sort of, like... It just feels a little weird, like, having somebody else read... Your words. Like, I'm fine knowing that that's happening, like, out in the world, but, Um, like, I don't want to hear it.
0: We met, actually... Let's hear how we met from, I was a, from your I, I was a from your fan. Eyes.
1: I was just a big fan. So when you were, I was
0: a fan too. Though we were well, fans of each that's other.
1: That's true. Yeah, th- th- there was love there was, your writing. There was mutual fandom there. Stopped
0: your there. your blog work.
1: So there was like very early in my career, like <clears> when <throat> I was I was still in college. Like I was I hadn't graduated yet, and that's I so was cute. I was just kind of like blogging. I was writing for blogs. I was writing a lot for my. Um, still my dear friend, Brad Stern. Shout oh, out to Brad Oh, we Stern. love
0: Brad. Um,
1: at Mew Mews. Yes. Great, great pop blog. One of the smartest people He's at Pop writes. Crush
0: now, though, right? Or did he leave?
1: Um, no, no. He he left Pop Crush. So he's doing a lot of work on his own blog now. He is one of the smartest people writing and thinking about pop music. Shout out to Brad. Um,
0: 100% agree. Shout out to Brad.
1: So, um, so I was writing. I was contributing to Brad's blog. And I was a fan of yours going back it's so funny to think about this now, um, because you know, like I, I do a lot of, like I you know do a lot of like uh, work in music and like have written about big artists. Like you know, I, I wrote like the. You profiled Madonna. I profiled Madonna. <laughs> I wrote the I wrote Times Adele cover story. I really um, love
0: bragging about my friends. No, yeah, and you're so really you you're really cool good friends. at it. You're really really good
1: at it. You're you're great at like lifting people up and like amplifying Aww. people. Um, so. Uh, like back in the day, before I got to do all of that, like I would just like stock artists on MySpace and like literally, <laughs> you know, like, 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 you know, rip the audio from MySpace so I could like burn it on CDs and like listen to it in the car as I was like driving around. Um, and, uh, and I don't know how I first came across you, but I think it was actually before you were Jesse and the Toy Boys. And then- Oh,
0: really? I yeah. didn't
1: know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You, uh, cause you had Trash Me, right? Was yeah. that, that, that was before Jesse and the Toy Boys? Yeah, that was before, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, cause I remember that song. Like yeah. I remember listening to that song on like yeah. a burnt CD in my car when I was in college. <laughs> um, so- uh,
0: Controversial song.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, right.
0: A Lot of lawsuits, A lot of-
1: What happened with that song?
0: Uh, I wrote a song called Trash Me. The listeners, you can go back and listen. Um, there's a song called If You See Me by Bernie Spears. It's basically a full-on fucking ripoff of Trash Me. Oh,
1: my God, that's right. I remember this. And there it's was a so whole, similar
0: melodically. Melodically, the whole thing. And um, it doesn't matter now, but I pitched the song for Britney, and they passed, yet a year later, like, literally redid it. And it was kind of a whole, like thing it doesn't matter it it all worked out in the end and in the wash and it was so funny because when I was touring with her it didn't even come up she doesn't even know it was the writers and right. she wasn't even aware but there was a whole like controversy around that song and I, song. I had put it out independently on MySpace and she, you know it was just kind of like fucked up that like this major conglomerate had like Stolen
1: from me. Yeah, seriously. But
0: I love that you know about that song. Yeah, no,
1: I remember that song. I mean, you you know, I have like I have like a weirdly encyclopedic knowledge. Yeah. Of, of pop. It's like yeah. it's, it's like my thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I'm I'm so nerdy about it. So I remember that song. And then when you were just and the Toy Boys, I think I I'd, I'd written about the music for Brad's blog. And yeah, I went to see. I had tickets to Britney. Uh, the tour where you opened for her. Yeah, we met in, Tacoma, in right? In Tacoma, yeah, 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 because yeah, I yeah. was living in Portland. I just remember um, you
0: ended up on my bus somehow.
1: Yeah, and I, and I like, like, <laughs> you had, like, I'd seen you perform. Like, you and I hadn't met. No, like, but I
0: knew who you were. Yeah, like, like... I was like, oh, thanks yeah. so much. I yeah. love your writing. Because I I would read other stuff you wrote about other artists I'm not a
1: total narcissist and
0: I knew your work and I was like oh my god I love you and then you you, ended up on my bus yeah
1: you told me to come on your bus (laughs) you're a bus with the Nervo girls yeah Yeah. I was sharing
0: a bus with Nervo yeah shout out to Nervo
1: and um and I was with my I was with my friend Kelly and we like like I'd like texted you after the show was ending and you were like yeah like we're on like we're on the bus yeah and I swear to you that was the to that point in my life, that was the coolest thing that had ever happened to <laughs> how, me. How many years? That was so long ago. That like was like six, six years or ago. seven years ago. Yeah. It was six, so, it was 2012,
0: seven? I think.
1: No. What year
0: are we in now?
1: We're in 2017. That was.
0: 2011. It's 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer of 2011. Oh my
1: God, that feels like so long
0: ago. I had to think because I did another tour the next year, so I didn't know which tour. We, Britney tour was 2011. Yeah. Wow! Yeah,
1: it's been a long time. Anyway, you were so it was gracious baby. and generous, <laughs> and like let me hang out on, on your tour bus after oh the Britney show, which was, I thought was super, super cool. And uh, and then when I moved to LA. I, we reconnected. Yeah, I got to see you a lot more because we have so many mutual friends and like travel in the same I know. little circle, which is so nice. I love it. And yeah. you've,
0: you've been a real light and a support in my life, too. Thank oh, I appreciate thank, that. thank you for everything. Yeah. All right, all right, right. now let's Please. get into some debating, okay? Okay, let's argue. All right, so I was so excited because this year the Recording Academy asked me to... Um, be a voting member.
1: That is very exciting.
0: I was like, oh my God. No big deal. (laughs) No big deal. And um, so it's my first time voting. So what I thought would be so fun and I had it all set up is I was going to log into my voting portal and we were going to vote on the Grammys together because you know everything about music. It sounds really fun. We share similar tastes. Yeah. Then I read this clause that I had to agree to, which says: Voters shall not be influenced by personal friendships, company loyalties, regional preferences, or mass sales. Voters shall not allow their choices to be suggested or directed by anything other than their own conscience. This is
1: difficult because I am very influential. I'm a big time suggester. Yeah. I do a lot of directing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could see me being
0: stuck between two like songs, and then you like making the case. Yeah. So. Only because they just invited me into this Grammy association, I'm going to just not risk it. Yeah. Are you bummed?
1: I mean, like, it would have been fun, but it I completely would understand. I mean, like, listen, like, the, the integrity of the Grammys voting <laughs> process first, obviously. Avi.
0: Obvi. Yeah. Avi, we don't want, like, a moment with, like, the Oscars where the envelope, like, says the wrong, like, you know. Oh, was my God. Was that last year? That was last Time year. Time flies.
1: The La La Land Moonlight fiasco.
0: Fiasco!
1: Disaster.
0: But I thought we could do um, our own mock Grammy
1: categories. I'm so down. <laughs> that we could I'm vote so on. so down. You in? Yeah, 100%.
0: Okay. Category one. Best contemporary hairstyle.
1: Ugh, this is such an important one. <laughs> Fuck artist of the year. The My nominees. God, let's get to what's real.
0: <laughs> the nominees are The Weeknd, Katy Perry, Miley Cyrus, Zayn Malik, and Sia.
1: Best contemporary hairstyle? Yes. Okay, well, I... <laughs> okay, let's, let's like... Let's have, want- some, let's have some real talk for a minute. Yeah, real talk. I um, totally... I actually think um, Abel's look is very, very chic, and I'm, like, all about it, and I respect Zane very much stylistically, aesthetically, but we're not giving this prize to a man. I mean like okay. come on. Like
0: Well Zane the reason Zane was nominated by the Academy Oh did
1: he have that corros moment?
0: Not that moment. He just he's bald now. He shaved his head. Oh that's right. He's buzzed. That's right. So he just like lost all that gorgeous hair and yeah. that was kind of risque.
1: Well, I I appreciate and admire um risk taking. Mm-hmm. Obviously, on a hair level. Yeah. But I don't He's out. Yeah, I mean, like, okay. like hey, okay, this is this is this one's for the ladies. Then
0: we have Sia. It's more of a wig.
1: I feel like
0: should wigs be um, allowed in this category?
1: Well, let's talk from like a sort of artist development standpoint. Please, like, she's had the same wig for a minute. And don't get me fucked up. It's a great wig. Like, it's 100% a wig we can all stand behind. It's literally non-hyperbolically iconic. Like, it's an iconic wig. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> it's, it's so part of her brand. But, like... It's the same fucking wig we've been looking at for how long now? You know, like like is this yes. the year why are we choosing this year oh, to honor Because wig?
0: the way it works, like same with Best New Artist is like, you know
1: <laughs> something percolates for years and years and then the Grammys <laughs> are like Oh, like
0: wait. Side note: When I was voting for best new Artist, a couple of the names, and I won't throw shade. I go, you're not new. <laughs>
1: like you've been kicking around <laughs> since 2007. You've I was like, the, I'm
0: not voting for you. You've had
1: record deal. Yeah, I like, was like,
0: no. If but if they just broke this year, yeah. I was like, I'll vote for you. But if you've had like looks,
1: if you've been like, like charting for yeah. years, yeah, I was like, honey, you're like, not new. Yeah. And
0: there's a lot of that on the <laughs> yeah. on the Grammy website. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I understand. So see yous out. So now, so now we're down to Katie and Miley, which kind of almost like they flip-flopped. They sort of, mm -hmm. like, took on each other's past hair.
1: Well, yeah, because Miley went for... Well, wait, so I'm thinking about the the evolution of Miley's hair this year. Because, like, because Malibu... That was like that was a longer look, right? Or was that was Miley's that more of a grown pixie? out?
0: She's more Miley is more soft waves grown out. That's
1: that's what I was thinking. Okay, I a wasn't, very
0: bombshell.
1: I know she's had very
0: old KP old Hollywood. I know Hollywood. she's had a sort of
1: like pixie moment, but I could not remember when it was.
0: Pixie didn't qualify for this year's nomination. Great, okay, she's good. in the she's in the long
1: the tousled beach waves.
0: Tousled beach waves, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and cool, Katie, cool, as we know is the short, almost Miley. Um I think Chris McConnell and mi- Miley have even of yesteryear, her. Yeah. Miley totally. yeah, yeah, they yeah. switched. But yeah. Katie obviously gave it a fr- her own fresh katiness. Totally. Right.
1: So I mean here's what I, here's what I'll say. Okay. I think if we want to honor, you know, a sort of specific not just hair in general but a specific hair moment, which I think we do. Um the <laughs> Eden's losing her shit right now. This is so
0: ridiculous. I love that you're playing along, like, fully invested.
1: The. Oh, I'm very invested. (laughs) Popstar hair is not a game to me. Um, The. I mean, the the amount of look, of authentic, messy, frequently kind of bedraggled, shorn look that Katie gave us during that live stream, during the witness live stream, is. Unparalleled. I mean, never, never has an artist at that level allowed themselves to be, or, like, like so many messy hair looks, like, right. in such a short period of time. Right,
0: like, one day she had blue tips, one like, day she had pink tips. Like,
1: any kind of, like, consistency or, like, notion of, like, what it meant to be glamorous just went straight out the fucking window. And for her honesty, bravery, authenticity. Yes. yes. Willing to, willingness to be vulnerable. Preach. And uh, and for allowing us to witness her hair,
0: uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: I think this belongs to KP. What do you think? Disagree. And the Grammy Disagree goes
0: to. No, there's no disagreement here. We're not going to fight about this. Wow, I'm in full agreement. The Grammy goes to, the Grammy for best contemporary hairstyle goes to, Katy Perry. Okay. Great, great the na- work. The na- category, two. Um, <laughs> category two, best artist rebrand.
1: Mm, this is good. Yeah, I
0: know you're gonna have a lot to say about this. Oh, for sure. Okay. The nominees are Joe Jonas, Katy Perry.
1: By the way, I heard Joe Jonas shaved his mustache, which is very upsetting to me. Very upsetting. I don't know if this is true. Well,
0: he, s- he he got engaged.
1: I saw. Su- I know. I'm not. Maybe
0: ha- it was like.
1: I'm not happy about that either. <laughs> <the age. laughs> <laughs> the whole thing feels like a very Can I tell attack. a
0: side note, Joe Jonas' story? 100%. My birthday two years ago, which was, like, no, was it two years ago or a year ago? I don't know. Not that long ago. Which was, like, right before I had the worst year of my life. I think it was two years ago. Um, I was, we were doing, like, an ice cream party. Vegan. They have vegan options at Salt and Straw. Um, and Joe Jonas was there with our mutual friend, Danny Vitale, who's a dancer, who's, we Whatever. We know each other. And um, then, you know, there's nowhere to sit there. So we all, in Larchmont, are you familiar with Salt and Straw? Of course. Okay, so we went and we sat. I'm off dairy, but yeah. Great. dairy's evil. We went and we sat across the street on those little benches, and there wasn't really, like, a lot of room, and I had a couple friends, and it was just a very low-key ice cream happy birthday hang. And um, Joe Jonas was, like in my birthday party because there was nowhere to sit so Danny was like come sit with us so I was like oh cool I'm like eating ice cream with like Joe Jonas on my birthday this is cool and my Casual. friends yeah. then fucking kiss of death so you know that they say in Hollywood when Angeline drives by you it's good luck
1: mm. I haven't I didn't hear I didn't know that it was good luck
0: oh urban legend I
1: just like Insta Storyed her she drove past me in Hollywood like three nights ago Good luck. I put it on that story. She's
0: good luck. It's magical good luck. Now, I don't know how long the luck lasts. Yeah. But it's like a blessing. Okay. Now, when that other guy, Dennis Woodruff, when he drives by.
1: It's bad luck? It's bad luck. I don't know about this.
0: Well, he drove by and he parked right in front of me and Joe Jonas. No way. And started trying to hawk his DVDs to me and Joe Jonas. Wait,
1: and was this, this was right before the worst year of your life? Yes. Okay, well clearly, I mean like. He
0: hexed me on my birthday.
1: That's like not.
0: It wasn't okay.
1: No, it's not okay. It Back also, to your point
0: about Joe Jonas. Well, it
1: also feels like, like, I'm ready to call that basically scientific proof that you were cursed before a really bad year.
0: I was. I was.
1: Like there's a, like, And I really wish I knew his name. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's terrible, Yeah, he's terrible, he's a bad omen. So, back to art, Best Artist Rebrand. <laughs> I
1: don't even remember where we <laughs> were. It's okay.
0: So Best to Best Artist Rebrand.
1: Jo- oh yeah, we were talking about Joe We were, we were on Joe Jonas, Jonas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go he for it. He his mustache, uh-huh. I'm furious. Yeah. He's yeah. also getting engaged. Sorry
0: I sidetracked you.
1: Both of these things are about me.
0: That's okay. The shaving of the mustache <laughs> and
1: the getting engaged, like like he got engaged at me, um, completely. Yeah, and it's personal, and he I don't like, like it. He was like Sam. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he. Came I can't for wait me. for you forever. He came for me. <laughs> he shaved his mustache at me. I don't like it. Um, so yeah, big trouble with Joe. Go on.
0: No, you you you. Why no, Joe I'm... Jonas rebrand?
1: Oh well. Do, is um, he
0: out? What's your what's your vibe?
1: I mean, honestly, if anything, I should recuse myself from this because, like, my personal feelings are so strong. Like, okay, well then, like let me ca-
0: let me get into this. How can I be
1: an objective voter, right? When i would be so, influenced by so about be... the about the mustache and completely,
0: getting completely, yeah. completely. Happy I'll take for over. Them, by the way, happy for them. I'll take over. Kay. Um, Joe Jonas rebrand. I I'm not gonna give this one to him. Um. I get it. It was like, oh, Charlie Walk was like, hey, let's stick you in a fake band and, like, put all these people playing fucking keytars around you and pretend that you're, like, a rock star all of a sudden. Um, mad respect for the Jonas Brothers. This is no shade. Like, this is no shade. I just, as an authentic artist myself who just speaks her fucking mind, I just see past the, like, labelness of it. Um, I don't think Joe needed that. It's been working. I think Kick by the Ocean's amazing. I think he's got some really strong records. I just think this whole like faux band thing is like I just I don't know. I wanna be I don't wanna be such a hater. Um I just I just don't I just don't wanna give this Grammy to him. So we're just gonna we're just gonna move on and I'll leave it at that. I just I just he didn't need it. He's a star, he's hot. We both got hexed by that guy that year, so I feel bad for him. You know, I
1: agree with all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree I agree with like the, like he's hot and he's a star. I would like to go on record, I'm gonna argue with you. Oh. I'm gonna go on record that I love a fake band. I lean all the way into a fake band. Think about it, some great fake bands. Josie and the Pussycats, fully a fake band.
0: Do you know who the voice of Josie I thought, was?
1: I can't remember. It
0: was Kay Hanley from Letters to Cleo, my first manager.
1: Oh my god, yes, it was Letters to Cleo. I forgot about that.
0: P.S. They just did a reunion show like two weeks ago and if I knew you were a fan, we should have went at the Ace Hotel downtown. I know, I think I was out
1: of town or something. Like I, I knew I about sick it and anyway, I could go. I was sick anyway, but I'm, I
0: was gonna <sighs> go. Kay, I slept on Kay's couch when I first moved to LA. Yeah, Kay's like my adopted sis,
1: Um, slash mom. Those songs stand the test of time.
0: Well, here's some other trivia. She wrote all those songs with Babyface, which no one knows.
1: I did not know that. Josie
0: and the Pussycat Doll soundtrack was written by Kay Hanley from 90s rock band Letters to Cleo and
1: Babyface Edmonds. That's wattage.
0: And that's different because it was in a movie.
1: Fair. That being said, I am
0: same as her own fake band in Ten Things I Hate About You, the Raincoats, which was really Letters to Cleo. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: God, what an iconic legacy of fake bands. Legacy. True. Legacy. And the
0: reason she did that is because she's like so punk rock that she was like embarrassed. And her A&R begged her to let them be letters to Cleo in the movie. I know this firsthand. And she was like, there's no fucking way. She's like full Boston, like from fucking Dorchester. Like her first kiss was Marky Mark, like on record.
1: Amazing.
0: So she's like, there's no fucking way I'm going to be in this like romantic comedy with my real band. Like I'll act in this movie and I'll be the raincoats that like Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles are obsessed with. But I'm not going to be... Um, Letters to Cleo, which fucked their career because they're, they had a huge hit with the cover of Cheap Tricks, I Want You to Want Me, in that movie. Mm. And no one knew who sang it. Right. So I was sitting there on Napster searching, I Want You to Want Me, 10 Things I Hate About You, right. and the artist's name would come up as The Raincoats. Right. So I was obsessed with this fictional band called The Raincoats. Little did I know it was Letters, Letters to Cleo. To
1: Your future manager. Wow.
0: Yeah, future manager and wow. yeah, and sis. Um, and she sang at my wedding, I Want You to Want Me. I just want to throw that out there.
1: That's great trivia. <laughs> this has been really, really educational.
0: Tom's dying over this one. Really, really educational. Um, we should play that. Let's get into Letters to Cleo, I Want You to Want Me, and we'll be right back on Artists Arguing. <laughs> ah, love that song. Okay, so, best artist rebrand: Joe Jonas. It's, oh my gosh, we're seeing these girls everywhere. Katy Perry, Miley Cyrus, BB Rexa. Taylor Swift.
1: Okay, well, this is really hard. This is really, really hard for me. Yeah. I'm like torn in a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. You and I have like strong divergent tastes on T-Swift. Like we're, we're in like radically different camps here, <laughs> um, but. Uh, no, I've
0: come around to her camp.
1: Well, yeah. I as, love
0: the new video. As I've
1: been struggling.
0: How do you feel about the new music video? It just came out last night. Ready for it. Yeah. Were you no. ready for it?
1: Um well
0: Such a rebrand.
1: It it yeah. I'm so I I'm like a I'm like a sorry, I was like leaning back in my chair because I was so like fussed about this whole thing. Um <laughs> I'm like a die hard long time OG Swifty. Um I
0: That makes me wanna throw up. Really? Love her now. <laughs> I love that you love her now.
1: <laughs> Um, and didn't before, uh no, I'm listen, like,
0: old records of mine make me want to throw up. everybody has to grow up. She's yeah. found her thing now
1: what do you how would you describe her thing? What do you think her thing is right now?
0: Um, I don't know because the album's not out, but um I mean, and it most likely will be when this episode airs. Um, but I just when I heard um God, what's the single?
1: Look what you made me do?
0: Oh, when I heard Look what you made me do, I was like yes. I just, I wanted to hear it again and again and again, and her voice wasn't annoying me, and she was fucking killing it, and she was the little like, Taylor can't come to the door. Why? Because she's dead. And I was like, yes! And I was just, I don't know, I was living for it, and it was a little bit salt and pepper push it, and it was a little bit like, I don't know, I'm, I'm living for it. I just, I I, I wanted her, it felt like she was getting real cunty and I'm, I was ready for it because she's been so sweet and so like, you know, um, politically correct and so just like, not really speaking on things but a little bit like, secretly speaking on things and I felt like she was coming out like I don't like your tilted stage I was just like I was here for the drama and I'm a huge Kanye fan and I'm a huge and Katie's a friend like all the little beefs that they have like whatever I stay out of that but I was I felt like the real her has had so much rage inside for the past five years Mm. and it's like she just like went like "Ah!" like let her tits out in this new video in this fucking like mannequin costume that she's wearing and was just like I'm pissed off. Look what you made me do.
1: Yeah, well, I loved the message. I feel
0: like I deserved like a round of applause for that.
1: (laughs) That was a really that was a strong monologue. Strong monologue. Yeah. No, I I feel good about it. Yeah. No, that was that was really good. (laughs) Um, uh, I I was so enraptured by the monologue (laughs) that I completely like. I just sort of like you know evaporated out of the room. Um, So I. I'm very interested in this Taylor Swift rebrand. I'm very, very curious to hear the record. I haven't heard it as of this taping. Um, I, for me, I'm curious how the public is going to receive this because we're talking about an artist who um, built an empire effectively on um, a sort of uh, on being perceived as as being capable of being super vulnerable, right? Um, being super vulnerable and super authentic in her music. And that is not woven into the fabric of this new era at all. And so whether that proves alienating for her fans and, and for you know the critics who have loved her and the voting bodies that have loved her and all of that, I am really curious to see. I guess that's, that's what I'll say about it. Because I think you can't, um, it is one thing to make um, artistic departures, sonic departures, lyrical departures, to explore new territory, to grow up. I think when you pivot away from something that's been the kind of beating heart of your artistry, the sense of connection, you know, um, the sense of connections with, with people that she writes about and the sense of connection that she has with her fans. I think she's better than almost anyone else in that sort of uh, upper echelon of pop at cultivating... Um, Relationships with fans and sort of using that uh, to show. But kind of aren't people aren't
0: people allowed to evolve and grow and change 100%, their minds? A hundred percent.
1: A hundred percent. They are, and. And I think that's and what she's doing. And don't you think she's
0: been through like a lot? And she's like, "I've had it."
1: Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying like, what does the public do when that happens? And and I don't know. I don't, I don't have the answer. And I, and I'm not. There's, there's no value. Well, I was like, like so
0: not a Swifty. Yeah. Kind of until now. Yeah. Like now, I'm like, yes. So, so. maybe she's gonna just tap into a whole new audience. Yeah. But you're right. She might alienate her original fan base, and they might and, feel like they
1: don't. And it it remains you know, to be seen. But, like, that that video is not what I... That did not give me anything of what I have loved for a long time about Taylor Swift. Yes, she's allowed to evolve. Yes, she's allowed to do things differently. And I think mm-hmm. that should be, like, encouraged and fostered. Yeah. And, like, those are not the qualities that I'm kind of used to seeing. So. Okay.
0: Well, we're running out of time, so we're going to move on to the other nominees. Okay. So we have Miley Cyrus, BB Rexa, and Katy Perry.
1: So... I'm going to go ahead and say that, like, from an artistic standpoint, I'm going to give this one to Miley. I think, like, that record was not commercially successful. Um, She totally stuck to her guns. She made the kind of record that she wanted to make. Um, And it, like, sonically and artistically, it delivered. I think that's a really interesting, like... Rootsy alt country pop record with weird synth and hip hop elements. It's very her. was this a
0: rebrand or like a return to truth?
1: No, I I mean I think I think there were pieces of this that were a kind of return to form, but you know she's not, um, you know, it didn't to me have the feeling of, like, old-world country. Like, it felt very modern, and it felt very her, and it felt like it synthesized all of the things that she's done, like a pop sensibility and a kind of avant-garde artistic thing, and, like, a little bit of hip-hop flavor into this kind of, like, alt-country packaging that I thought was really dope.
0: I'm going to agree with you, Justice for Miley. Um, Justice I think, for
1: Miley. I think
0: this album is amazing. I think all her performances on um, Oh, phenomenal. Fallon were so amazing she's
1: such a talented artist she really is
0: um however i'm gonna have to argue with you here i'm gonna give best artist rebrand to bb Rexa. say more okay so when i was promoting Too cool to dance i was doing the radio circuit with bb i've I've known about bb for a minute because she was in pete wentz's thing i forgot what the fuck they were called black cards Mm -hmm. um bb and i have been around probably about the same time and I think we're the same age. So, um, we've become more friendly recently. However, as a fan, just kind of watching what she's been doing, um, she's done a fucking 180. Yeah. When we were playing shows simultaneously, doing the radio circuit, 2014, 2015, she had long dark hair. It was always in her face. She was dressed in all black. She would just kind of like get up, sing a song and fucking like run off stage and like disappear in a panic. And I I remember like and No Shades BB um because like I said we are friends now. Um just kind of watching her and being like I don't fucking get it. Yeah. Like okay, she wrote Monster. It's a great song, but like this girl's like I don't get it, but yeah. it's not... Cut to, I went to her show the other night, full-on pop star. Yeah. She, like, bleached her hair and, like, found her fucking confidence. Yeah. She had so much, and maybe it was always there, but she's just completely... I mean, yes, it's a little bit Kardashian, her look now, like, but it works for her. I yeah. think she looks gorgeous. She's sassy. She's She was so fun on stage. The music is is so good. Yeah. Pop hooks on pop hooks on pop hooks. Like I think people are actually sleeping on how good BB's album is and how good BB's music is. Um and she completely transformed. Like I hadn't seen her since we were doing radio shows together. Went to her show the other night and here in LA at the Novo and I was like, is this the same girl? Like yeah. all of a sudden she had dancers. She had she just it was she was a pop star. Yeah. And I was like like that. Wow. Like, full disclosure, I voted for, when I voted for the real Grammys, I I, I put my hat in the ring for her for Best New Artist, because I do think it's finally kind of, like, now her time. And I hope she gets the the nomination. This was just the nominee round, so.
1: I totally support everything you've just said.
0: Okay. (laughs)
1: Um, I think she looks great. I think there's clearly a level of like confidence and showmanship there. I wasn't tracking her like back when you guys were doing the the radio yeah. stuff, so I, I didn't see that. It was like evolution. tragic. Like
0: I was like, what is this? What is going on with this? And I'm so thankful her label gave her another shot. Totally. Because. They could have easily been like bye, yeah. and someone saw that she was a star and kept going, and that's hard. And so totally. I commend Warner Brothers for that because there's yeah. no artist development anymore these days. They yeah, they I know. trash you, and it took her a minute and many features to get to where she is now. But I think we're seeing like the BB really like allowed to be BB, and I think she's great.
1: So here's my flag. Kay. Here's my argument. Okay. Okay. So I. She has plenty of bops, and you are not wrong that they're, like, major pop hooks. Gateway
0: Drug. So good.
1: I don't know Gateway Drug. Sam. Is it really good?
0: Should have been a single. Okay,
1: I'm going to listen in the car. Yeah. Um. So, I still don't know who she is as an artist.
0: Go to a show, and you will. Okay. She maybe can do a better job translating that through her social media, I would agree.
1: I just, I, I'm a big believer that, like, you should, like, I, I want to see artists... <clears throat> find a lane and even if I don't she's kind, I, and, she's and kind of found
0: it I feel like and
1: I don't get in the lane even though I think the lane is whack yeah like, like I will take clear artistic vision over um, someone who I kind of can't totally pin down. Right. Even... And, and, and I will I will stand for the song. You right. know? Like, like, I will I will totally fuck with the song. Right. Like, right now, like, I'm here for the new Rita Ora. Who is Rita artistically, I have zero idea. But, like, I'm checking stylish. for the Stylish. You know? She's yeah. She's stylish. She's chic. She's chic.
0: She's a chic bitch. Yeah.
1: Like, and that's 100% the case. That's kind like, of all Like, what does she have about. to say as yeah. an artist? Like, I don't fucking know. But, like, I'm here for the song. So, like... Love I,
0: the new song.
1: I will... Check for a song. But I'm looking for, like, an artistic sensibility. If you want me to be a true stand, if you want me to come to your shows, if you want me to, like, really go hard, like...
0: Um, we're just not going to give that Grammy out then.
1: <laughs> we're, just, we're just withholding?
0: We're going to do a ballot recount the next okay. time you're on.
1: <laughs> okay, deal.
0: Because I don't want to give it to Miley. So there we go. We're, okay. we're having... We're, we're at an impasse. Okay. Um... All right, got to wrap this up, but I have one last category. Okay. Um, it's a surprise.
1: I'm on the edge of my seat.
0: <laughs> the category is Real Housewife Record of the Decade.
1: Oh, wow.
0: And um, wow. the nominees are Erica Jane, Expensive. Luanne de la Supse, Money Can't Buy You Class. Kim Zolziak, Tardy for the Party. Candy Burris, Shape of You. Side note for that. She wrote No Scrubs, Shape of You, Interpolated No Scrubs. Candy Burris now has a writing credit on Shape of You. So, very relevant. And, triple side note, if you go back to the episode in season one of Artists Arguing when I had Austin Brown on, I was the very first person to call it. Proof. I said, this sounds exactly like No Scrubs. Cut to, two months later, she gets a writing credit. I digress. The fifth nominee, Kenya Moore, Gone With The Wind Fabulous
1: so yeah this is major i i have a lot of thoughts and feelings about this primarily well, you have
0: like three minutes okay
1: okay cool (laughs) um let me just like really go in then uh so um i think that as an artist erica jane obviously is miles ahead of of the rest of this competition i mean erica jane is a true performer Candy, Candy will give you vocals and Candy will give you melodies, but like in terms of like a true performer, no one but Erica Jane has the power to give the gays what they want. I mean, truly, you know. Um, that said, I will say that on the whole, I am extremely disappointed. And Erica Jane, if you are listening, I want you to hear this as someone who comes to the table ready to go hard for you, Mm -hmm. the songs are not strong enough. You are a dynamic, electrifying performer. You have it all. The material is not good enough for me to truly stand. And that is disappointing to me because I'm ready. I'm ready to stand, but you're not giving me the bops that I need to really lean in. And I find that very, very disappointing. So for that reason, I'm gonna go with Kim Zolciak-Tardy for the party because Kim Zolsiak is not a performer like Erica Jane is a performer but that's a song it's that's a like song. that's a real song and that hook will be in my head for the rest of the day.
0: Funny enough Candy Burris co-wrote that song I
1: know so she Can- did. Can- Candy's
0: nominated twice in this category wow.
1: wow all
0: right the Grammy for Real Housewife record of the decade goes to Kim Zolsiak tardy for the party. <laughs> And on that note, it was so great to have you here, Sam.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun.
0: Everyone, please, please go check out um, Sam on all his socials. Shout them out.
1: At Sam Lansky, uh, L-A-N-S-K-Y, Lansky, on Twitter and Instagram. I don't really snap anymore. I've given up on Snap. Um, but Twitter and IG, hit me up. Follow Sammy. Hey, I'm Sam Lansky, hanging out here on Artists Arguing with my girl Eden XO. Here is her new single, Say That Again. Awesome. Great.
0: Great job! You did it. Thanks. You were so much fun.
1: I love a pod. You- uh-